The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Rustling up the best search marketing news and views in the European Union. It's time to saddle up with the Search Cowboys. From Berlin to Bucharest, the Search Cowboys will round up the best search marketers from Europe and around the world to discuss search engine marketing, social media, and more. Now, here are the Search Cowboys, Bass Vandenbelt and Roy Hoiskins. Also, here's the Rudi Carell. <laughs> I don't know if people listen to Mark Standard just before, but he announces as being Rudy Carell. So, uh, this is the Search Cowboy Show with special guest Rudy Carell. Now, just kidding. Um, uh, it's the Search Cowboy Show again with Roy, of course, on the other side of the line. Hi, Roy. You there? Hey, boss. I'm there. Okay, good. Uh, uh, in case people didn't know, Rudy Carell actually died, so uh, he, he won't be on the show. Uh, we do have another guest today, which I'm very honored uh, to have on the show. Um, his uh, post is still his guest post is still one of the best posts. is the best post written uh, uh, on Search Cowboys, uh, most retweeted, uh, most numbers, uh, highest numbers. Uh, Ralph Techmeyer, aka Phantom Master. Hi, Ralph. Are you there? Uh, hi, Bass, and hi, Roy. Glad to be with you. Very, very glad to have you. I hope you're doing okay. Doing fine, yeah. More work than I care to um, have, but <laughs> what's new? <laughs> so is it snowing also in your your area? Uh, not today, really, but uh, snow is still pretty thick, yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's uh, that's good. Well, it keeps keeps us inside, so it keeps uh, it keeps me busy for one thing. Uh, I'm I'm working uh, working a lot, uh, and uh, th- that's good. Um, we're having a, a special show today. Um, we're going to talk uh, uh, with uh, you, Ralph, of course, on uh, on some specific topics, which uh, uh, is uh, y- your specialty. We're going to talk a lot about uh, automated content creation, for example. Uh, just uh, to announce, if people want to join in on the uh, chat room um, uh, the chat room right now is not working and they're working on it uh, uh, ASAP getting it online uh, if it comes online then uh, you can get into the chat room and we'll uh, let you know that is if you're listening live to, uh, to us if you're not listening live then uh, I can uh, tell you we have at least three listeners since, since three people are bugging me about the chat and about the sound not doing okay. pretty well <laughs> So. <laughs> so that's free listeners already. If uh, any questions uh, for uh, Ralph, you can then uh, now Twitter them. That's the best way, I think. Uh, use at uh, uh, Search Cowboys and we will pick it up uh, on Twitter and then we'll try to answer any questions uh, from you guys. And maybe in the second part uh, of the show, we'll have to chat boom up and running again. So, Ralph, um, uh, a lot of people know you course you're a very known person uh still there might be a few people who don't know who you are could you be uh, so good to introduce yourself maybe all right so my name as you said correctly is ralph techmeyer i'm a german citizen i mm, grew up in uh, middle east africa and asia so english is more or less my second language 
Um, I've been into search, or rather into the internet, ever since the fall of 94, and went into went online really to check out what the marketing potential would be. I'd been into direct mail, uh, mail order business before that. And, uh, well, sooner or later, when you hit the internet, you're confronted with search engine optimization in one way or another, even at that time it was pretty primitive. But um, So I checked out a few things, and uh, they worked like crazy, and uh, that got me hooked a bit. And then later on, I teamed up with my old school buddy, Dirk Brockhausen, and we founded our company, phantommaster.com. Uh, we're located in Belgium, 25 meters off the German border, and uh, we focused uh, immediately on software development, webmaster tools, mainly search engine optimization related. And uh, that's where probably most people who do actually know us from, because uh, we went into IP delivery, aka cloaking, uh, right from the start. And um, well, yeah, and so so we had a 10-year anniversary last year, really, and uh, so as we're still in business, we can't be doing everything wrong. No, that's, uh, <laughs> that's an understatement, I would say. <laughs> well, your post that you wrote on Search Cowboys uh, about six months ago, uh, it was titled also, uh, um, um, what you wrote about was the, 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 well, the mistakes people make when it comes to um, Black Hat, the, the mistakes mm -hmm. not how they make mistakes doing Black Hat, but uh, about what is Black Hat and what is not Black Hat and stuff like that. Do you get, um, do you get that a lot? The title was Some Misconceptions Regarding Black Hat. Do you, do you get that a lot, that people mistake what is Black Hat and what is not Black Hat? Well, uh, let's let's put it this way. Uh, on the one hand, on the upside, you have a lot more educated audience these days. Remember, like when back in 1999 or 1998, SEO was in general was still you know very mysterious. There was a lot of mystique about it, and people didn't really know anything. Uh, I mean, in general, apart from a few experts, maybe. These days, you find a lot more educated people who have at least a, more than a smattering of uh, SEO knowledge. That's the one. The one thing on the downside uh it's been an ongoing contention really you know with people thinking that uh well you have to abide by search engine webmaster rules or whatever they may be called and everything that doesn't is uh, is by definition at that time they called it unethical nowadays it's more commonwealth since a few <laughs> years now they call it black hat um, which my good friend Mike Rian says he created actually as a term and um, oh, I yeah. think knowing Mike it was probably a lot uh, tongue-in-cheek and I'm not too happy about this this term really not about Mike but about this the way this is evolving like it's becoming another you know Manichaean kind of good versus bad uh, sort of battle but then on the other hand it was that right from the start as well I recall forums back in 99 where people were all going on all the time about ethical or non-ethical SEO and I think this is quite a misconception in that uh, search engine optimization even to a large extent search marketing which is of course a more all-encompassing term is about technology and not about morals and um, so yes you still get a lot of people who uh, who do mistake this but uh, it's shifted in that that uh, that's what I tried to point out in that blog post uh, of uh, that guest post of yours. Thanks for which, by the way, and I'm glad it uh, <laughs> took on. 
that uh, a lot of people have some weird ideas what Black Hat is about and B, how efficient or, or non-efficient it's supposed to be. Like one thing you'll typically hear that Black Hat stuff is only for the short-term thing, that it's no, no uh, viable business model or that uh, basically it's crap. And uh, yes, uh, it is crap if you don't do it right, just like White Hat SEO yeah. is crap if you don't do it right. So what's the difference? Yeah, it's it's, it's supposed well, to be ten, well, ten, 10 million pages in the index, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Well, if I, it might, the difference might be that, uh, with with crappy white hat SEO, you may not be uh, laughing all the way to the bank. With crappy black hat SEO, you still might. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll concede that. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it has a hint of of well, Ill, Ill, illegal to it. It's not allowed. That's that's what. People say when it's black hat, but isn't black hat um, shifting the boundaries? Well, that what was black hat five years ago is not black hat anymore. For example, well, it depends. I mean, there's two terms called black hat, really, and uh, Google's very own Matt Cutts, uh, I mean, is untiring to actually, you know, kind of uh, dissolve the border between them. The, the hacker scene, you know, the hackers, crackers, people who are into security, you know, also into illegal, some of them at least, into illegal cracking of of uh, s servers and hijacking sites and so on. There you have black hat as well. That is actually the illegal part, generally illegal, depends on which jurisdiction you're in, obviously, but, but you know, like cracking people's computer systems, uh, like hijacking their traffic, their, uh, you know, pawning their sites and whatever. Um, that is called Black Hat there. Black Hat SEO wasn't about that at all initially. Um, Google, or let's say Matt Cutts, uh, makes a, well, conducts quite a bit of effort, you know, to uh, to make this dissolve, to make, basically to, well, criminalize yeah. uh, Black Hat, as if Google were the law of the land, and guess what, they aren't. <laughs> no, it's actually turning around for them. If if you look at how um, different com countries are now reacting to Google, then Google might be the bad one. Absolutely, um, absolutely. If you, if, if you follow the news uh, around, then yeah. the French and also the Germans again have mm. again uh, suggested uh, Google is not as uh, good as it. Uh, it's just well, as it says it is. Well, the German Minister of Justice called Google a monopoly, and uh, there's also the issue with uh, Google, you know, uh, analytics, that it, um, a lot of it may, usage of it, a lot of, of that may be illegal by German uh, privacy laws and this, that, and the other. So, yeah, who's, who's the back at here? Yeah, What's that? What, what is that with Germany? Because Germans have a lot of, uh, well, comments about uh, Google. Been, well, I think I think part of it is historical. I mean, uh, in a good way, you might say. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm really not here to you know p pitch German uh, values or whatever. I mean, I'm I'm not an expert without a reason. But uh, I mean, I prefer not living in Germany for various reasons. But uh, <laughs> but yes, um, <laughs> there is uh, there is that uh, that historical bit. I mean, Germany has a, a, a as everybody knows or should know, uh, um, not too glamorous record of uh, you know state involvement and uh, uh, breach of privacy uh, essentially and that's where they the, at least the present-day Germans as a rule are pretty touchy about it and uh, well maybe even to the extent of being somewhat somewhat uh, 
paranoid occasionally, I'll grant that, but but uh, I think it's better to err on the side of caution here. Hmm. So, okay, uh, so, sorry, just <laughs> uh, I was just looking up what all the, uh, the, the German fuzz has been over the past couple of uh, uh, weeks or months, and it's been about, well, they, they can't have the name Gmail, for example, in Germany. Uh, Street View, of course, has been uh, under fire. Mm -hmm. uh, there has been uh, what you said, the uh, uh, Google Analytics, which uh, might be against the law in Germany, uh, could be forbidden. Uh, at least that's what uh, some politicians well, want. The usage of it, yeah, not not the software as such, or the the, the well, this is basically yeah. it's a slew, slew of applications and all that, and uh, but usage of it, maybe uh, I'm just saying this. I'm not a lawyer, so I can't say for sure, and I'm not a judge certainly, but uh, it may actually get people, get companies into deep water if they actually do this, because it might be in violation of German uh, privacy uh, data protection laws. Yeah, I think it's they were afraid that. The tool gathers so much detailed statistics on visitors that um, it, that being in the hands of a company like Google is too dangerous. Google might create profiles containing all sorts of information like medical, political stuff and, and combine the data. Well, if you want to get into politics at all, I don't know whether you want to have this on this show, but uh, <laughs> my, my, my view is a bit uh, beyond, goes a bit beyond that because uh, it's essentially not just a German problem. I think it's a European problem. What the European, you know, like Brussels, you know, European Commission and all that, what they don't really like is uh, the prospect of American intelligence having access to all that kind of neat uh, European data, which they prefer to have themselves okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um, I suggest that we go to a first uh, break for a small break and then after the break uh, we're going to talk about some content creation and uh, because that is something that uh, Ralph is working on currently uh, a lot and uh, I would like to get into that a little deeper so uh, we could uh, take the time for that so uh, Bresco if it's okay with you uh, we're going to commercials Search Cowboys will be back on the trail after this. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Are you tired of standing around while everyone gets rich? Want to be an affiliate marketer that makes six figures online every month? Then let me introduce you to MediaBuyersCoach.com. MediaBuyersCoach.com, recently launched by Carl Fiorentino and Will Hamrell, will give you the tools and the knowledge that will make you money. They've been training affiliates for over five years now and are experts in their field. If you haven't been approved by a CPA network, then get approved through our own CPA network. If you're new to affiliate marketing or want to expand into other areas, let Carl and Will at MediaBuyersCoach.com give you the tools to begin and the knowledge to succeed. Sign up and start making money today at MediaBuyersCoach.com. That's MediaBuyersCoach.com. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. 
Since I signed up with Revenue Wire, conversions have increased dramatically. Revenue Wire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and Avonquest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher. Thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology. Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Search Cowboys on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, welcome back for the second part of the Search Cowboy Show. We're talking to uh, Ralph Techmeyer uh, at the moment. He's on uh, the other side of the line together with Roy. And um, we could uh, share a little story with the listeners. Uh, we were in a, a taxi cab in Berlin only a couple of months ago, um, sharing a cab with uh, uh, Roy and Ralph. And uh, we were driving back, and then uh, Ralph just uh, happened to tell us that in, he could index, I think, we or, or could copy Wikipedia uh, faster than we could uh, ever imagine. <laughs> I don't know what your exact <laughs> words were, <laughs> but I was too stunned in the backseat of, of the cab to, uh, to actually <laughs> respond to it. <laughs> I think Roy's reaction was, wow, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but um, could you repeat maybe what you, just, what you told us then? <laughs> Well, I think it was a bit. It's a bit of a of a of, a, um, of an exaggeration the way you're putting it. But what we're actually involved in now, <coughs> excuse me, is um, customized content creation, and that's what, that's what, what we call it. And essentially, this is about uh, automatic uh, generation of content that's actually readable, that makes sense, that's grammatically correct, no typos. What I mean is, uh, coming from the black hat angle, uh, content creation in black hat usually entails, you know, scraping stuff. Uh, sometimes, and that's where it might actually, arguably, be criminal uh, to some extent, uh, violating other people's copyrights and stuff. But uh, generally, it's more about, you know, scraping uh, content from whichever source and uh, markoving it. Which, uh, for people who don't know what markov is, it's an algorithm whereby uh, you'll uh, automatically generate text which relates or is supposed to relate uh, to some seed uh, word or phrase or whatever. But uh, what that gives you in the end is gibberish. It's, it's stuff that's um, not readable for humans. Uh, search engine spiders will still gobble it up to some extent, and if you do it right, you still get can get quite a lot of success with that. But uh, what we are focused on is something different. It's uh, actually generating content that is human readable and which does not shout auto-generated when you see it. Mm-hmm. And um, at the moment, this is not, not as automated to the extent as I'd love it to be, but uh, that's a question of resources. We're currently pitching for um, VC funding. So uh, we can push this baby to the next level, but we are we are actually working on it, and we're actually making money with this uh, currently. 
We have a link building network over at 10linksaday.net where our subscribers can uh, sign up to have articles uh, writ both written and then uh, auto-generated variations of them. Uh, um, and we'll launch this as a general public service uh, pretty soon at uh, content um, customizedcontentcreation.com um, which only has a video squeeze page at the moment and uh, what this actually gives us is uh, a, w a way of actually you know dissolving the dividing line between white hat and black hat in the sense that where black hat is or used to be all about you know tricking or fooling search engine algorithms, machines essentially. Mm. Um, here we're really about, uh, well, you might say fooling or, or search engine human editors because as we all know, they've ramped that up quite considerably because they're, uh, all their fancy automation has is only goes so far, it's pretty limited. And um, so what we're doing now is we're actually giving them content which no search engine editor in his right mind could find fault with. Just to, just to clarify, from, from one post I would send you, you could make, I don't know, hundreds, maybe even more different oh, we've posts. Oh, we've, we've, we've had clients who wanted 25 millions. And you can do that within a reasonable yeah. amount of time also. Yeah, I mean, well, that depends on workload. I mean, we have a slew of human editors who are working on this. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm, I'm basically traveling the UK every month now and, you know, to solicit, to uh, train editors uh, and this, that, and the other, and set up the infrastructure and to uh, incre increase our capacity because uh, demand is, uh, is really soaring and, and it's almost unlimited. But, yes, essentially, yeah, you give us an article or you give us a topic you want and some keywords and your links and uh, we'll create it for you and uh, what we guarantee is when we, when we do this is uh, that um, compared to the original seed article there'll be a variance or dissimilarity of over 80% okay, so and, that's, uh, that's partly automated partly human right right cool at okay. the moment, the, the the generation process itself is is all automated, but um, the upmarking uh, process is uh, well mostly human with uh, with a number of tools which we've developed and some third third party applications we're using. Um, but that again, that's where we want want funding for, among other things, is to actually automate that process even more. Okay. okay. Well, from from an uh, from a wider perspective, uh, I'm, I'm not really that, <laughs> that much. Uh, how big is the risk if you start doing this? I mean, we all know, sure, there's risk involved, but you got this this little bit of risk, and you got this big 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 chance of being kicked out. I mean, how big is the risk for for people if you want to do this? Is this for long term projects? For short term projects? Is this for this big brands? This is actually for for both. I mean, we we are actually working for big brands as well. Uh, obviously, I won't name any, but uh, come on, but, uh, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> you'd have you'd have to buy us out for that. Uh, no, seriously. Um, this is actually a, a long term thing. I mean, we're currently basically. I mean, okay, let's face it. If you have an article, why why would you need two thousand? variants of that in the first place essentially for link building most most of the time but it can also you know uh, be good to you know to um, increase your exposure say in article directories on social networking sites uh, this that and the other so there's uh, and even websites and uh, you know in proper could be blogs whatever so um, the 
the risk is actually, I would say, minimal to zero because the way we run this, and as I said, a variance of greater than 80%, uh, we'll probably achieve, let's say you, we, we do one article, we create, say, 2,000 versions of that. Uh, these 2,000 versions will be more variant, I, I would venture, than if you had hired 2,000 individual copywriters doing the same topic. <laughs> probably yes, right. and and you guys also tried, published right. We we didn't try it on the two thousand scale, but we've tried that. And uh, like, let's say you let's just invent some some topic. Let's say you you're doing something on online casinos or whatever. Uh, so uh, you you hire a hundred copywriters. You tell them, well, write me an article, say four hundred words on uh, online casinos and why they're great. Um, how many? different uh, articles do you think do you expect you'll get and how, how dissimilar will they be and I, I would say our machine is a lot more, more dissimilar than humans I think it's going to be 10 of them <laughs> and probably like right. 50% copied of, of, of the Wikipedia <laughs> I, yeah, well, well that as well yeah, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> if you use copy, that, that is copy human scraper <laughs> We, we 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 did some copywriting uh, stuff uh, out outsourced it as well, and we got it back and we ran it through Copyscape. <laughs> <laughs> we could have copied this ourselves if we'd liked <laughs> like it did <laughs> this way, but yeah, I've had I've had that uh, happen as well, yeah. Mm. But if you um, if you if you look at it from from you you guys publish it as well out there. I mean, you can have like golden hands, but if you're not. Uh, know how to handle with with it, and you know you don't know the power of what you've got in your hands. Um, how how are you guys dealing with that? I mean, uh, are you keeping control of the whole process, or are you giving? Well, we we keep control control over the whole process, in as much as the article generation is concerned, where where our link building uh, network is concerned, we have control over that as well, of course. But but uh, as I said, we're, we're software developers, so uh, we generate tools, and uh, we, that's what we create. And uh, in this case, it's a service, of course. Like uh, well, basically, if you own the content, you own the web don't you so so um, that's what we are uh, enabling webmasters to do but what they will actually do with that is really the, at their discretion and if they are not capable of, of, of uh, dealing with it properly yeah they'll probably come to grief but um, well that's the, that's the same thing as if you, you know I know it's an old war simile but if you take uh, if, you, if you if you create knives you build good knives and whatever produce them uh, it's really up to people uh, themselves who buy them what they do with it so uh, yes I mean it it, it will not uh, it's not the golden bullet in the sense that you don't need to know anything about SEO and all you do is you know create 2,000 articles or whatever and then you're set of course you have to know what how to deal with this but uh, generally speaking uh, most people actually these days actually seem to to, to know what to do with it and uh, so our clients are quite happy really the fact that we're getting a lot of repeat business so, so are you, you said you work for for bigger clients also big, bigger brands um, how do you pitch something like this to those people do they understand what you're talking you, you about you know what we don't <laughs> that's the, it's best the other way, way around they come to you yeah, that's right yeah i think so i they, think that's 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 also you just told about uh, people understanding what and knowing what to do with the articles and i think you've got this clientele which is which which is smart and knows what to do with it um, mm -hmm. if you look at the old ip uh, scripts you wrote i mean uh, those were on every, every everywhere you put intelligence implementation you saw your scripts and and it was on where side it was everywhere I think, everywhere i think and mm -hmm. people didn't know what to do with it and then then they said cloaking doesn't work anymore there's a new myth coming up because it does work if you know how to do it. But 
there's Absolutely, a big yeah. there's mm-hmm. a big risk involved if you got like if you um, start scaling it up to people and and I mean the more content there will be there the, the bigger the footprint eventually will be uh, or am I mistaking in that in No you're that? absolutely you're absolutely right in that and and funny as it may sound but you know I spent more time fending people off and trying not to sell them at cloaking software than I do in <laughs> pitching them to do it uh, these the the image I'll usually use is a chainsaw I say you know like let, let's say our for example our phantom our shadow uh, maker it's like a, like a chainsaw can you build a locked cabin with a chainsaw yes you can provided you know how to build a lock cabin in the first place if you and if you know how to use a chainsaw because if you don't you'll come to grief yeah. and a lot and uh, and that is where where people actually uh fall on their ass to put it mildly <laughs> uh when they when they think it's this is a, you know a push button kind of solution i mean uh, i know the web and a lot of software we get these days actually you know creates this kind of push button uh, thinking and mindset but uh but that's what not what it is about you still you still got to use your brains if you have any or else you have got to hire some right i agree but it is the trend that people want just a one button solution yeah but uh, absolutely absolutely that's why we're going that's why we're going for this content creation for instance like you know you you have your whatever casino side or whatever it may be and and uh and, well okay uh, i've done this i've been through that and that's one of the reasons why we actually developed this uh, baby because uh, you know we we did hire you know third world copywriters to write articles for client campaigns and stuff and uh, on the surface of it they're very cheap but when you know when I got this crap back and I had to rewrite it manually myself, it was actually too expensive. I mean, I w- it would have been cheap, cheaper to hire a native speaker uh, copywriter in the first place, and uh, plus it's not scalable. That's another issue. And uh, so what we're doing now is actually uh, we're, we're a lot cheaper than any copywriter in India can be because if you order two thousand articles uh, from us, uh, you get them for less than thirty cents a piece. Yeah, that's 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 a bit, <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> and I, now you try to compete with that. It's not, you know, it's not because I want to put these people out of business. That's not the point. But you know, uh, there's there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of issues with that. We only work with uh, native speaker staff, for instance. Our, our our copywriters are all you know American or Canadian or British. Um, our editors uh, are all British at the moment. We may uh, add some Americans and Canadians as well later on, but. Uh, why? No, it's, you know, this is, this is simply because they're more familiar. It's not just the language; it's, it's the culture, it's the mindset. You know, it's the nuances. I've been into languages for for quite a while in my life, and and uh, um, and, and there's there's a lot of things like uh, you know, I, I don't mind any Indian copywriters, but you know, I would always employ them if I were you know focusing on some Indian topics, for instance. And uh, I don't mean Indians who live in the, in, the, in the West. That's an entirely different story. They're assimilated. They'll know about this. It's fine. But, uh, you know, if you, if you hire some, some Indian or even, you know, Philippines, uh, wherever you go, uh, uh, hacks to, to write your, your copy, uh, well, you will actually get what you're paying for. Yeah. As a rule, and uh, and a lot of people uh, have reverted. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to get good uh, copyrighted, hard enough to get good native speaker copywriters. Actually, uh, how much harder must it be to get them, say, in some third world environment? Yeah, even harder, probably. Yeah. 
Like a, a typical a typical example is that, like you let's say you you do something like payday loans, you know, and uh, and you hire some Indian copywriters to write you uh, say ten or fifty fifty articles on payday loans. You've actually got to tell them that they don't write something up, you know, <laughs> where they pe warn people of loan sharks and all that. Because yeah. that's what, that, yeah. that, that's that's their, their their intuitive reaction to it. They don't you have, have that stuff. Them. Apparently, you have to go to teach them, and that again costs time. It costs effort and, and money. Uh, yeah. Very money, yeah, obviously. Yeah. If you, if you're looking at languages, I mean, you were talking about languages as well. Um, you're doing it right now in English. Uh, is it yeah, also compatible sure. and in German? And is it compatible yep. in, in every language? For instance, uh, Spanish or even well, Dutch? any 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 West any Western character set language, it would be compatible. It's just just a uh, just a question of uh, of staffing. Like uh, it should be uh, easy to do in Dutch as well, or, or even Estonian or Finnish, whatever. But uh, we would obviously have to have the properly qualified staff for that. But uh, essentially, yes. I'm I, I can't can't say about Chinese or Japanese. Might be a different story there. I would think it is. Uh, same with Arabic. So I'm 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 not get, getting into that. But Western uh, Western languages, no problem at all. Okay, okay. And, it's, uh, and it's still readable then. It's, um, well, that's the point. That's the point. Uh, that's why. That's why it goes through a very strict and rigid editorial quality control uh, process. That's why it might often take longer than uh, than our clients are happy with. Like generally, turnaround time is about a week, but it may take two weeks, even three sometimes. Uh, this is because we won't uh, compromise on the score of quality. And and yes, everything has to be readable. We're we're not targeting Pulitzer Prize. You know, type of material. You know, uh, not no no Nobel Prize for literature kind of stuff. We wanted That's average readable content. You want readable content. We yeah. want readable average content. Average why? Because we don't want to create a huge footprint. Like, uh, not that we have this problem, but if our, our machine was too good. You know, uh, yeah. that, that, that in, in itself might create issues. Yeah, that's the same thing you said at SES Berlin about links. You also need the no-follow links because yep. nobody just gets the follow links. To make it look natural, you also have to get the no-follow ones, and it's about the same this way uh, if, you, if you talk about content. Um, so um, what I mean, I'm curious about, you do this for blog posts, for uh, news articles, stuff like that. What about social media? Can you, how can you use this doing social media? Well, uh, take Twitter for instance. Uh, Twitter doesn't like duplicate tweets. No. And uh, for whatever they like reason, retweets. And, but they do like retweets, which are duplicate tweets. But okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, sort the logic. Um, but um, so let's say you want to. Uh, you don't want to spam Twitter. No, uh, perish the thought. But uh, you may want to say, for example, uh, tweet stuff uh, to accommodate uh, different timelines. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Different time zones. Sorry, you know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, pe people in the United States who will, you know, be going to bed when the Australians are are, are getting up, and uh, and uh, so you may want to re actually retweet your me or tweet again your message, and that is uh, where you probably want to, you know, uh, vary it a bit. Otherwise, you might actually get banned on Twitter. So essentially, you're giving them the same the same message, but you might want to rewrite it a bit, and uh, that is one major field. Really, it doesn't look doesn't sound like much, like when what's 140 characters, but uh, but still, I mean, if you if you're doing you know really serious uh, badass Twitter marketing campaigns, <laughs> uh, then then you'd better watch. 
what's your uh, compliance with Twitter's rules because they can actually ban your account and uh, um, so you better vary your text. Now, if you want to do that on a large scale, then uh, automation is really the thing you want to go for. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you 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 should you give the uh, the possible content based on the keywords uh, for the tweets they can send out, and then they send out the tweets themselves. Or we are, we are not we are not uh, offering this as a service currently. We're still investigating and testing the waters, as it were. But uh, that is something I personally have in mind. Yes, that we'll uh, probably not on a large uh, you know kind of everybody uh, come in and we'll we'll give you you know fifty thousand tweets and all unique uh, kind of stuff because uh, because the uh, campaigns are you know they have to be targeted and focused. So what we are thinking of is actually taking on just a few select uh, you know I'd say individual companies and uh, help them with uh, with the Twitter t- marketing campaigns, yes. Uh, again, we are, we're testing the waters there and uh, with very good success, I must say, and uh, we're making quite a bit of money on, on Twitter and I don't think uh, that uh, we can be accused of actually spamming this uh, this platform. You know, we want to keep it clean and uh, yes, we I, I do retweet or uh, let's say I do repeat <laughs> tweets uh, usually two, twice or, th- or so to, uh, again, to accommodate different times mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did but, the same. Uh, but that's but that that's about it. Yeah. Okay, um, we have to, uh, we have to go to a break. That's what uh, Brasco tells us. Um, uh, Ralph, I'm not sure if you uh, uh, still have time to stay on, or uh, do you oh, maybe go? maybe something like well, yeah, I think ten or fifteen minutes should be okay. <laughs> okay, well then, then uh, you're in luck, listeners, because uh, Ralph is staying on after the break. So we'll be right back. Search Cowboys will be back on the trail after this. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. XY7 in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even from a split state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor. 
Pixel Silk. Pixel Silk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. Pixel Silk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, Pixel Silk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and Pixel Silk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Search Cowboys on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Well, I think I have still one... Two questions left about all the content creation. I mean, it, it's amazing to hear that w- what's possible with it. And for a lot of people, they don't. Uh, I mean, I hardly understand what could happen. And I consider myself being pretty advanced in SEO and pretty well. I, I know pretty well what's on the market and what's on content creation. And I think this is this is one of those things that you. Hmm, it, it, it's hard to to believe if you don't know how how it should be working. <laughs> and, and, uh, there were two questions. One one popped in uh, through chat on me. Uh, is how do you get the content delivered? Is it a big CSV file or a database or just a big Word document with all pages in there, or or just you can say, "Yo, give me that like you wanted you wanted to have it." Or how, how do people get there? Like two thousand articles. Well, uh, for one thing, uh, mostly clients will will give us a topic that that's whatever campaign they may be targeting. Will they give us a set of keywords? And um, and a set of links, obviously. And uh, what we do then is um, we uh, commission uh, an article, and uh, then when we get it back from the copywriters, we'll review it and uh, and um, um, then submit it for approval. Once the client has approved the article, then it goes back into our uh, processing. Um, so you you start process, off with one. Yeah. <laughs> you start off with one article. You write. You, you get the words. It is one 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 a seed article, what we call the archetype, and yeah. uh, um, and from there on, you you you're gonna make yeah. more. You probably right. mark some words right. in there, and, and, and we mark we mark them up, and uh, in, in in ever which ways, and and uh, again we have some tools for that, which which do more than, than any of the article spinner software uh, out there, and uh, we have an editorial process in uh, uh, in place, like you know we'd have an editor, the editor will have a supervisor, and the supervisor will have a controller, and <laughs> uh, and uh, everybody's so uh, maniacal about quality, so the stuff that actually gets it's generated that the end must read okay. It must be free from gram- grammatical errors. There must be no typos and this, that, and the other. Once that has been done, it then goes into the machine proper. Then uh, the machine will start, you know, uh, linking 
the article like uh, with the keywords and and uh, you know uh, include the links we'll also go for structural variants for example an article which where the original the archetype has seven uh, paragraphs uh, might end up you know the if we do two thousand of them let's say some may have six some may have five some only may have four paragraphs uh, you know some structural variants as I said so uh, and the links will also float you know they might be you know one article they might be right at the, at the beginning and an article they might other article uh, variant they might be somewhere in the middle of the body text or we might add a link block uh, this that and the other and all this is to avoid uh, footprints as best we can mm-hmm. I can imagine and and then uh, are, and, okay then, then you got these articles uh, is it on HTML in a big CSV or, or a database or I mean, well the how, articles uh, articles clients clients will get uh, uh, is uh, they're uh, usually in text format but uh, well, it's, it's you get a okay, well, file. yeah, <laughs> you get well, yeah, well, <laughs> well, yeah, shoot, no, not one. <laughs> you get two thousand. <laughs> oh God, no! Uh, cutting that up might be fun. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, uh, it will actually not be pure text because usually, uh, I mean, cl- clients can, of course, uh, if they want, they can uh, actually specify the anchor text as well. So, so there will there'll be that uh, HTML snippet in them, like uh, for the link. But uh, but beyond that, uh, that, that, that's something you know you can push into blogs. You can push into. Uh, uh, do you, put, put do you guys do you guys push it or does the client push it? To, to well, that that depends. If the, if the client is. If the client has um, has um, defined this, um, well, actually, if they have if they have signed up for our link building network, then we'll push it into that network. But mm-hmm. uh, when we when we launch the customized content creation um, site, uh, then uh, yeah, there will be an upsell where people can actually order the articles and get them published as well. But in general, this is uh, supposed to be for people who actually know where they want to push them into. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that but that is a bit of a risk if you give it to the client, then they then then you're not sure if they handle it correctly. No, but that's I think you were sleeping in the first part of the show since we already uh, asked that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you were looking at the stream, weren't you? The look at no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, as I said, that's a chainsaw saw thing again. Don't don't play with chainsaws. Okay? No, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, no. And, uh, so I mean, and, and if you if you cough up a couple of hundred or how many uh, it may be, you know, for an article, uh, I'm I'm on this, you know, I'm I will trust you that you know what you're doing. Okay. I may be wrong, but then that's your problem, really, not mine so much. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think that's a smart smart move as well. I mean, you don't want to be responsible for for all the stuff unless you control it. I mean, if you're starting taking responsibility for stuff uh, for, for things you can't control, I mean, you're just you're gonna be you're gonna be faster at your lawyer's office than you can imagine. I guess. I mean, and that is that's, one, that's one part. And 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 again, I mean, if you uh, it's again this uh, this uh, tool thing. If you if you create tools, and in these articles we generate, of course, they're tools. Uh, we generate them for SEO purposes. And uh, I mean, who who else wants to read two thousand articles which are all telling the same story of uh, of an online <laughs> casino or something? Nobody. <laughs> But um, what you what you want to do is you want to ex- increase your exposure. There's another SEO aspect to it which shouldn't be underestimated. Uh, what we call uh, SERP saturation. Mm. Yeah. 
This comes from our, our, our cloaking background, really. Like, uh, you know, when you're targeting a specific keyword word phrase and uh, you don't actually... Maybe you, you can, maybe you can't achieve to position number one, two, or three, whatever. But how about if you actually dominate seventy to eighty percent of of, uh, of page uh, one? Top fifty, of the, of, or even worse, top fifty. Uh, we uh, our old company, yeah, we our old company had that once, and then on, on on flight tickets in the Netherlands way back before I was there, even like. Well, if you, you tipped it off, like 70, 80% of the top 50 was ours, or at least was our work. I mean, um, whoops, <laughs> that, you, that you got that, us you, kicked you, out of Google. <laughs> you, you, you do that for Viagra a couple of times, and uh, you're retired. <laughs> yeah, it was, the, it was the old days. So, <laughs> well, it's not that easy these days. That's absolutely true. But on the other hand, uh, there's other other conduits like uh, social networks, for instance. Uh, Real time search is just great for that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's been tested not just by us. I mean, every SEO you know, just uh, you know got uh, gleaming eyes when when Google integrated Twitter <laughs> into their real time search because it was so so damn. Easy easy to um, to it's actually manipulate it's really spammable <laughs> if, if you want to cut an article up in like well tw tweets say for instance I, I give you an article uh, write me about 2,000 tweets from this article 2,000 mm -hmm. different isn't that harder to do since there is only 140 characters I mean I, I could imagine it's that actually less that's actually less because if you want to see it retrieved we retweeted I yeah, mean you know, so 120 you, or 110 you should have more than 120 125 maybe so so yes uh, that is actually uh, um it takes some crafting. Let's put it this way: it takes some intelligence because you can't really, you know, just, uh, you know, it's chop it up. And some people actually do this, and it's plain awful. <laughs> and, and, and I don't think it's very effective. Now, so, Markov doesn't, uh, doesn't run really very well on 140 characters. I, I know. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's the future going to bring uh, bring us uh, or bring you, uh, Ralph? Well, what we are seeing, and, uh, and this is con being confirmed by quite a few other, you know, SEOs as well, is uh, a lot more uh, focus on uh, on-page factors again. Uh, links are still, they haven't been demoted, uh, don't get me wrong, but, uh, but on-page factors are uh, becoming a lot more important again, and that's uh, about content again. I'm not saying content is king, blah, blah, I mean, that's a moot point, but uh, I think that uh, what the near future will bring is a lot more automation in terms of creating a good readable content, and um, that's what we're about. Uh, just, just another question, which is not really related to the content stuff. What I'm hearing and, and seeing a bit right now is that uh, you see that if you have a lot of traffic, it will boost your authority a lot. Um, is that something you, you've seen in your networks right now? I mean, mm -hmm. is that it's also the way you can um, very easily d d dispatch all the crappy links and, and all link, and link networks. If, if a link doesn't provide any traffic at all, um, there, there is that. Uh, we're still investigating that in some in some depth, but uh, generally speaking, uh, yes, uh, that that is is bound to uh, become a, a well, we don't know about major, but it will, it will become certainly it will become a, a noticeable ranking factor. But then there's ways to deal with that as well. <laughs> oh sure, I mean zombie mm. PCs is the word isn't it, we're looking for, I guess. But well, what you what you what you need is a de is a decent and and well thought out proxy network and some uh, some uh, well traffic bots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, well, I was talking to some some guy in France as well, and I was like, dude, 
he, he was working with 2,500 zombie PCs and it was probably pretty shady and all hack stuff. I was <laughs> like, well, I, I've seen stuff like this before and, I'm, and I'm, I've, I've had this discussion with Dixon as well. He said, mm. it just feels there is this roof on every like, well, 200, 500, 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 again. And it's always a roof you have to raise before you get better rankings. And, and it's... I've never laid my fingers really on what it what it really is, but it, it also seems if you got a lot of traffic, it will boost you up in rankings again. It, it's pretty pretty weird. Or weird. I mean, it's it's pretty natural as well. But and I've never seen a way to do that instead of using some PCs as well. And I think it's 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 also a pretty good ranking factor as well, since it really provides traffic and really. I don't think the PCs are so much of an issue there, really. So if you do it right, but uh, but having a decent proxy network, that's uh, that can be quite actually. It's an investment thing. I mean, it's not cheap. If you do it right, you'll uh, you'll need quite a lot of IPs, and and uh, you need a good patterning uh, kind of approach, uh, this that and the other. But yes, it does uh, it does impact. Uh, uh, or can impact uh, rankings, especially in the more you know uh, competitive areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, it's a good uh, a good ending of the show. I'd I'd say <laughs> we're we're one minute uh, before the end of the show. And uh, Ralph, uh, we're very happy that you could uh, stay with us the entire show, uh, that you could join us in the show. Um, we hope to have you back one day on the show. Um, I know I will be seeing you in London at SES uh, London there, where you'll be speaking. Um, right. So, uh, if people want to meet up with Ralph, you can find him there, uh, which is next month. And, and, at, um, and at LAC, this end of this month as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can be found on uh, at Phantomaster. And Fa- which at, fa- at phantomaster.com. That's our, our core site. And uh, if you're interested, or if you're here, your listeners are interested in, uh, in this um, content creation thing on customizedcontentcreation.com. Yeah, with a really awesome video. I, ju- I, I checked it out. <laughs> Glad you like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty pretty really dramatic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <it's>, uh, <laughs> from the creators, or what are they, from the creators yeah. of the uh, most rocking well, S2? Kick, kick ass SEO apps. Uh, That's so, the, yeah. and I, I personally, okay. I'm pr- quite proud of that uh, tyrannize the search engine slogan. Looks <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me. It was great fun. Okay, well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, uh, this, if you're listening to the recording, which uh, is pretty uh, big chance on this one, uh, you can listen uh, also live at 8 p.m. every Tuesday in Holland, uh, 7 in the UK, and in the US that's 2 p.m. on the East Coast, 11 a.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back next week, and then uh, I think Dixon Jones will be our guest. Um, okay, thank you very much, and uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.